Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. Say hello to the raccoon whisperer. This makes me so unbelievably happy. I hope this brings a little happiness your way this morning as well. It's the Steve Reeves Show, just past 7 a.m. And, uh, well, <laughs> the raccoon whisperer is a retired man uh, who lives in Nova Scotia. Pick two counties specifically. Hey, you might know James. In fact, maybe. Maybe not, but if you don't know him, maybe you know of his legacy. Uh, he is now becoming super famous for posting videos of how he cares for the raccoons that visit his property on YouTube. And he has been doing this for almost 10 years now, but it really, really came to a head thanks to a video that was posted just last week in which over 25 raccoons at a time came to mob him as he held a bucket of hot dogs. This is good entertainment. This is good viewing, okay? It's so wholesome it feels so good to watch in 2020 there's so many people commenting about this going that's too many raccoons and i say how dare you how dare you suggest that this is too many raccoons it's pretty pretty darn adorable i mean here's just a little taste of the audio from the video it really is something you need to see visually to appreciate fully Hello. oh my god this is crazy this is crazy. You know, there's got to be 30 raccoons at least. I don't know where they are. Rolling all over them. But here's the sweetest part of the story, which doesn't come through if you just watch the videos. So I want you to know this part as well. The reason that he does this, the reason he takes care of these raccoons is because, well, he had a wife named Jane, who at one point in their marriage rescued a nearby raccoon that was hit by a car. It was restored to health. It was happy. It kept coming back to say hi and get treats and then eventually brought its cub and brought more friends and so on and so on. And they told two friends <laughs> and she passed away, unfortunately, in 2003. But the last thing that she told James to do was to take care of the cats that they had and to still take care of the, the raccoons. So nearly 20 years later, he's absolutely keeping good on that. And we get to watch all the videos because of it. How in the world do you want to spend your retirement now that you know that this is an option? Got some music news for you this Monday morning. Uh, the famous record store that infamously went bankrupt 14 years ago is back. Tower Records has returned to the world, but they will not be opening a chain of locations in a very 2020 move. It's almost all online this time, other than a pop-up shop or two. It includes the Tower Pulse magazine, as well as ongoing live performances as well. The man who built the company up from a bay in the back of a drugstore uh, into a giant. Russ Solomon, unfortunately, did not get to see the new reincarnation as he passed away in 2018 at the age of 92. Billy Idol, Joan Jett, and more appear as featured artists on the track list for Miley Cyrus's upcoming album. Uh, we'll have to wait to hear those particular songs as only one signal, single has been released so far from the album titled Plastic Hearts, which releases November 27th. And as well, another album that is already available... 
It's a Davy Jones monkeying around on a posthumously released Christmas album. It's called Christmas Once. Uh, it's Christmas Time Once More. And fellow monkey Mickey Dolenz also makes an appearance on the recording, which was originally taped in 1991. It is available now. Jones passed away in 2012. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. What is your bad habit when it comes to raising your kids? I mean, be honest. Be be honest with yourself. What is that bad habit? I think every parent has one or two of them, right? And it's totally understandable. Really not a judgmental thing, but but I can pinpoint the bad habit for some parents thanks to a sign that was posted outside of a school in France that's gone uh, a little bit viral. People have been paying attention to it because, well, the translation reads, Attention! Danger! And it has to do with the the automatic gate for the school. Okay, this all tracks. This all makes sense. Except for the rest of the note reads, Do not throw children over the gate. Instead, return at 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. when the gate reopens. According to a teacher at the school, it hasn't happened a lot, but it has happened where parents who are showing up late past the point when the kid can just walk through the gate are literally throwing them over top to get them to class on time. Like, no, I'm too busy today. Here. Wow. I sincerely wish that there was footage of it. All I could find was a relevant clip from Lord of the Rings. Oh, come on. We can take them. It's a long way. Toss me. What? I cannot jump the distance. I have to toss me. Don't tell the elf. Not a word. Now that's good parenting. Tuesday. I got myself in a little bit of trouble yesterday. I was on the phone catching up with mom, and uh, that wasn't the part that got me in trouble. We're talking about the holidays. It would be so nice to be able to see you. Not making fun. I mean, it really would be. Uh, well, that was my impression of me talking to my mom. Uh, and um, it would be so nice to be able to go and visit. And so that means we're going to have to make it all the much more of an effort next year. And when we're able to write the big question marks for the future, I digress. What got me in trouble was that I was asked the question, hey, holidays are coming up. Do you need anything? Do you and your your your, your lovely girlfriend need anything? And I said, yeah, okay, well, not too much. No, but I mean, here's some ideas for gifts and everything. Okay, love you. Bye. And then I got off the phone and looked over, and my girlfriend said, she asked you what you wanted, and you didn't say Christmas baking? Like, you didn't specifically request that tins and tins and tins of baking cookies and and otherwise were going to be coming our way? I have to rectify this situation. I have to fix it now. Uh, But, I mean, we can always put some of that into our own hands. Today, in fact, happens to be Homemade Bread Day. Which is hilarious to me, because first of all, it's another one of those ridiculous days that nobody really asked to be on the calendar, but I guess some people did, because there it is. How do you celebrate? You make slash eat some homemade bread. That's pretty much it. But the part, the, the, the part that's funny to me is that it's been homemade bread day this entire year, and now we're to the point where you've got people who have been making their own breads and, and developing that skill, branching off into other things, going, hey, no, we don't, we don't do bread anymore. Oh. We don't, that's so April, that's so March, that's so May, that's so earlier in the year. Uh, We don't do bread anymore. Oh, now we're on to cinnamon rolls, okay? Did you know that cinnamon rolls are just sweet bread with frosting on top? Come on. Christmas movies, the essential ones, I'm holding off on actually starting to watch uh, majorly until we actually hit December, but I'm getting prepared and I want to know, I want input, what is considered by people to be the ultimate Christmas movie of all time? Like, the one that you can't go a holiday season without watching. I've been looking at lists. 
taking a look at the top picks on almost all of them on the internet, there's a lot of similarities. It's a Wonderful Life. A lot of people place it atop the best of Christmas lists, like the star atop the tree, right? But to be fair, it's a little bit dated and is about suicide on some level. I mean, the spirit of love and family and community and Christmas does save the day and improves the mood, but, you know, facts of facts. Uh, that, and you pretty much see this whole movie in pieces throughout all of the other Christmas movies that you watch anyway. For sure. At least the, every time a bell rings, an angel, you know the line. A Christmas Story, an absolute classic that's built like an absolute classic. When I was young, I thought that that movie was actually from the 50s. But nope, 1983. Just It's just perfectly convincing and perfectly perfect, but the plot, the pace, it does slow down at times when we jump into Ralphie's imagination. The tongue freezing, the Santa encounter, and the leg lamp do make up for it, of course. Miracle on 34th Street, fantastic movie, original and the remake, but the whole conflict of the film is solved with money, American money specifically. It's a little blindly capitalistic, but then again, so is the whole holiday. White Christmas, also at the top of a lot of people's lists, a musical classic where you do actually get to see Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny Bleeping K. Very pro-veteran as well, but not everybody's cup of tea. Home Alone, pretty untouchable, falls short. Plot about being separated from family at Christmas. It does make the reunion all the sweeter, spoiler alert, but it does have a lonely feel to it. The answer, I think, and please do correct me if I'm wrong, but the answer to what is the best Christmas movie of all time is one of the installments in the National Lampoon Vacation series. Of course, Christmas Vacation, the perfect example of what it's like to cram too many family members into too small of a space, which is something we're not going to see too much of this year, unfortunately. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. A couple of moments with Wolfgang Van Halen. First of all, he has paid tribute to his dad with a debut solo single and is working on several more releases for the near-ish future. But in an alternate universe, there was a Van Halen tour with both David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. Wolfgang Van Halen also revealing in a recent interview that before the cancer diagnosis took a turn, Eddie Van Halen was talked into the kitchen sink tour idea by his son, including everything. Hagar was in for it, but the idea apparently did not get to Roth's people before Eddie became too sick to perform and travel. What might have been? That's it for your quick dose of music news for this morning. Meow Talk, brand new app that has shown up to let you understand what your cat wants and needs based on its meows. When you put the microphone in their face and they actually do meow, and then it tells you one of nine general cat intentions. I don't really have too much faith that it's entirely accurate, but still, it's an interesting idea, and I know that it got my girlfriend excited yesterday. She's like, we're going to find out what our cat wants. I'm like, I know what it wants, attention and food, and to be left alone when it wants to be left alone, like just about every other cat. I think it's pretty easy to understand what your cat wants. They've got tells, they've got communication, just like dogs, just like even even babies. Uh, not that I have too much experience with that, so I'm talking out of something other than my mouth, but it seems pretty simple to understand the basic needs that a baby might have, although maybe not which one out of the basic needs is needed at that exact moment when all you're hearing is crying, right? But what I think would be very, very useful for me and for so many people out there, forget the cats, the dogs, the babies that don't have language. I need a translator for the kids who have gotten old enough to talk a bit. I'm talking about a toddler translator, because anytime I talk to kids a certain age, pretty much from like four to eight to ten, maybe this is all I hear. Have you ever had a dream that that you um, you had you 
you you could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Uh, Wednesday. I need help reacting to something. Steve with you here, 100.5 Cruise FM. Um, we got uh, a, a bit of advice that came in on the text line, and uh, it was suggesting that to keep your Christmas tree alive and happy and ready to go and looking very full and fresh and well taken care of. I'm not talking about artificial trees, obviously. I'm talking about the real deal. Um, you're supposed to pee on it? <laughs> this was offered, it seems, as as legitimate advice. And I don't want to knock it. There's no judgment here. If this is if this is the technique, then, I mean, I just need to know the science behind it. The theory was uh, presented that, well, I mean, trees get peed on in the woods, naturally. So it makes them feel more at home. What? I mean, I mean, I just I just have my reservations. I have my suspicions. I have my skepticism. I think maybe this is a not real thing and somebody's pulling my leg or maybe it is an actual thing that I can't believe is a real thing much like when I discovered that there are some people in the world who keep a poop knife near the toilet seriously if you've never learned about this I mean it's your turn to join us in this awful curse of knowledge this is a thing that people do search it I wouldn't recommend doing so at work but at your own risk peeing on a Christmas tree I don't know I think maybe I'll just stick with water we got advice from a listener yesterday on the text line saying, hey, to help make sure your Christmas tree is, is healthy, happy, and spry, you know, an, a non-artificial, a real Christmas tree, go ahead, go ahead and pee on it. Trees get peed on outside, makes them feel at home, and, you know, I guess maybe the contents of that is supposed to help. I mean, I thought that, like, dogs and a yard, not things that I currently have access to exactly right now, but in previous years of my life, I've learned that, that when the dog goes to on the lawn it's not that great for that part of the lawn at least not right away um i don't know if getting a whole bowl full of your fresh delivered urine is gonna help out with the tree i just i'm really having a struggle believing this i don't know if it's a real thing i mean i'm willing to concede that there are practices and behaviors out there i don't know and i did try to i mean do a little bit of research as much as you're comfortable to do searching peeing on a christmas tree at work but when i looked it up first of all there's no articles about how it's a behavior of humans. In fact, every single article says, how can I stop my dog from peeing on the tree? Well, I guess you're not supposed to. Just let it rip, right? Mm, great, great smell. But I actually found that there's a song about this. I kid you not. I have not produced this or made this in any way. In fact, it was posted to YouTube on October 16th of 2015 from the band The Toilet Bowl Cleaners from their album. I'm not making this up. Their album title is Holiday Poop, Puke, and Pee Songs. This is a sample of their famous hit, Pee on the Christmas Tree. Pee on the Christmas tree, pee on the Christmas tree. A little known fact was discovered by me. The best way to have a great Christmas tree is to fill up that watering can with warm yellow pee. Then watch the tree thrive. Just wait and you'll see. I like to pee on the Christmas tree. What is going on? Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Mariah Carey is in full form for Christmas, announcing Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special on Apple TV Plus, premiering December 4th. And there's a plot to this variety show as well that's going to feature a lot of artists coming in to perform. Uh, Carrie will have to help Santa solve a last-minute holiday cheer crisis. 
you are not going to want to miss. She's also going to be premiering a new single and a new music music video. Um, oh, Santa is the title, which we've already heard from her, but maybe must be new version, perhaps. Like she put out a new version for All I Want for Christmas is You last year. We talk about Mariah Carey a whole lot this time of year. Moving on, bit of sad news, actually. Bruce, Bruce Swedian, audio engineer for huge names like Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, Mick Jagger, Paul McCartney, Donna Summer, and more, has passed away at the age of 86. Quincy Jones himself stated in a posted reaction to the news that Bruce was, and I quote, without question, the absolute best engineer in the business. Thursday. couple of updates on some big name movies that are uh, set to be coming out. Question mark sometime we now know for sure about one of them Wonder Woman 1984 uh, the follow-up sequel that's also still a prequel to the bulk of the DC entertainment universe and uh, it's out on Christmas Day now what's interesting about this is that it's going to be out in two different ways one in theaters pretty much everywhere gigantic wide release anywhere that theaters are still able to be open which is a, a large amount of Canadian ones um, and then also on HBO Max the very same day, which is very interesting. I mean, the last time that a movie was like released specifically for a holiday was a big old test. And I think it was like Tower Heist, Ben Stiller's movie back on a Thanksgiving years and years ago. And I mean, you know, did all right, but uh, it was like $50, $50 to rent that sucker. Now, this was pre tons of streaming services. The good news is they let people know, hey, if you've already subscribed to HBO Max or I guess the Canadian equivalent, whatever it may be, uh, I believe it's on Crave, uh, then you don't pay an extra amount. You Just your subscription, you'll get the movie. Or you can get it in the theaters if you really want to see the big screen experience. Other movie that got some attention is Scream 5. Uh, they have officially announced the title for the first of the Scream films that does not have Wes Craven in the world for it, sadly. Uh, but uh, they've decided to call it Scream. That's it. Just Scream, not even any stylization. Now, technically, the fourth movie was called Scream anyways. It's just they changed the f uh, A to a 4, so that it was stylized as Scream 4. And, I mean, there was an opportunity in this title as well. I'm seeing an S. There's a 5. Why didn't you call it just Scream and then make the... Oh, wait, no, then you'd be calling the movie 5 Cream. That could get... That could get confusing. Eddie Vedder he has released new music for a noble cause. In fact, two singles titled Say Hi and Matter of Time. They were shared just yesterday in a virtual fundraiser event for his nonprofit to benefit uh, the organization EB Research Partnership. And uh, EB is, uh, well, th the research partnership is developed to, to help find a cure for a specific genetic skin disorder, epidermolysis bullosa. I, I butchered that name, but still, basically, children born with EB have fragile skin uh, with severe pain, external and internal wounds, and must have bandaging every single day. And they're looking to take a dent out of that, right? And uh, then we've got Alice in Chains, recognized by the Museum of Pop Culture. There's going to be some tribute performances from the likes of Guns N' Roses, Heart, Smashing Pumpkins, Metallica, Korn, and more, uh, who are going to be sending up the uh, pioneers of the grunge sound, one of anyway, a little bit later on in December, uh, live from Seattle's Museum of Pop Culture. That's going to be December 1st, specifically. Bandcamp adapting to a new world. They're announcing their uh, new platform, which is going to be promoting live streaming, live performances uh, right to your devices, laptops, tablets, whatever, including virtual merch tables, 
live chat options as well as uh, the ticketing setup for it uh, that's going to be rivaling the big ones like Ticketmaster, for instance. And since you'll be able to watch from home, you won't need to prove anything or offer any medical information. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. I don't know if anybody's ready to really talk like New Year's and New Year's resolutions and and planning for 2021. Honestly, at this point, it's like we know what 2020 has been like. Who's making plans? Well, it can be healthy to do so. Uh, but and you know, it's a tradition. It's a bit of a thing at the end of the year. You get the closure of what you went through and you look ahead fondly at the opportunities that are laying before you in a fresh year. And I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. But this one girl, Robin Shaw, she's a comedian. She found her goal list from December of 2019. Goal one, make more money. <laughs> I've you know, been unemployed since March. Travel more. <laughs> Lose weight. <laughs> Be more social. <laughs> I will cry less. Cry less. Friday bit of a lonely time. This year, we're a little bit more isolated uh, than usual. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, looking for connection, looking for romance, not something that's exclusive to this year whatsoever. In fact, this is a, an event that has been going on for five years now, but it's been getting some attention because it has had to adapt and turn into an online Zoom event. But the title of this event that has been uh, all over the United States and is now popping up into some of the major cities in Canada, including Vancouver is the not-creepy gathering for people who want to fall in love. Yeah. The not-creepy gathering for people who want to fall in love. Uh, by all accounts, it seems great. I mean, it's like for any age, any any gender, any background, it's for everybody who is interested in maybe falling in love, finding that connection. But do you have to lead with not-creepy? Because the first thing that comes to my head when you say something's not-creepy is... Wow, that's probably pretty creepy. Time to get into a little music news for you. Smashing Pumpkins have graced us with another pair of new songs. Both Purple Blood and Dulcet in E are available to listen to right now, and both will appear on the album Seer, which is out one week from today. Fans online already commenting that both of these tracks have classic Smashing Pumpkins sound, but in very different directions. That makes a total of seven songs from the double album released in advance. If you're a big fan, go dive in. Meanwhile, the hard-rocking battle between super musician Dave Grohl and 10-year-old prodigy Nandy Bushel has come to an end. I'm here to tell you, uh, the two have been trading videos and challenges through the last couple of months. It's been adorable to watch and impressive. Fans have been eating it up, but last night while Dave Grohl was talking to Stephen Colbert on The Late Show, this happened. She's kicking my ass! This kid is like... <laughs> kicking my butt at the drums so we went back and forth with this drum battle it got to the point where i mean i i just i sometimes you just have to concede defeat the official champ the uk's nandy bushel she's gonna have her own album out in like five years and it's gonna make bank hey alexa play the steve reeve podcast it's the Steve Reeves Show. You might have heard about this, read about this a little bit. It's gotten some attention this week. The Vatican has had to open up an official investigation into how, how possibly could the official account of the Pope on Instagram have possibly liked the Brazilian model's booty pic? Oh, it's on display in that one for sure. Uh, Natalia Garaboto is her name specifically. And she's been having a laugh about it for sure. She's been using it for her own advantage as she should. But I think that what we need to do is take it for our advantage and have a little fun with another punch lineup. That's right, it's time. 
The Vatican is investigating the Pope's Instagram account having liked a Brazilian model's booty pic. I haven't seen the photo, but apparently it's pretty heavenly. Uh, the Vatican is investigating the Pope's Instagram account liking a Brazilian model's booty pic. It's a decent match. He puts his hands together. She claps. <clears throat> you see? The Vatican is investigating the Pope's Instagram account for liking a Brazilian model's booty pic. Hey, it was a forbidden apple, not a forbidden peach. Uh, the Vatican is investigating the Pope's Instagram account after liking a Brazilian model's booty pic. Putting the can in Vatican. One more for you. <laughs> I'm out of time, but the Vatican is investigating the Pope's Instagram account after liking a Brazilian model's booty pic. Whichever intern carelessly double-tapped that is going to have a lot of mea culpas to do. <sighs> Joining me on the phone right now, campaign chair with the United Way for McMurray Wood Buffalo, Craig Picton. Uh, there is the, the, the local love campaign on right now, and, and the really, really, really big Christmas cash draw is a big part of that, trying to raise some funds. We need some tickets sold. We need people having a chance to win some cash at Christmas, right? Yeah, that's correct, Steve, and uh, we're really excited about it. Obviously, our one-day really, really, really big 50-50 did incredibly well, and our Christmas cash draw, the key is getting your tickets, and you can do that. You can do it right now, in fact, by going online to uw5050.ca, and as you'll see, tickets are available for the next couple of weeks. Um, it makes a great Christmas stocking stuffer, for sure, and it would make anyone's Christmas wish come true. For sure, we're at the $100,000 level, so we're going to split that, but we can do a lot better. In fact, you can get up to $300,000 in that pot, which means $150,000 in someone's stocking for Christmas. <laughs> so that is a great way to kick off the holiday season. There's no doubt about that. Well, you know, and the holiday season is not about giving so that you do get, receive something in return, but can you imagine gifting somebody a ticket to the, the really, really, really big Christmas cash draw in their stocking or, or what have you, and then they win... I feel like they're going to probably want to take care of you after that, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would think that's the, the case. So the key is get your ticket before December 10th. Now you can do it online, as I said, at uw5050.ca. You can use your credit card, so it's super simple. We've got tickets, uh, one for 20, uh, 10 tickets for 50, and 50 tickets for $100. Um, as I mentioned, the draw is December 10th, and uh, you could get up to $300,000 in that pot. means splitting it, $150,000 just in time to buy all those people in your life a great Christmas gift. Or you don't have to tell them about it and keep it for yourself. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. The, key is, the, the key is that no matter what you're doing with the money, it helps our community, obviously, and our member agencies. And our campaign uh, tagline this year is now more than ever. And we all know that is ringing true. So we're hoping that the ticket sales will hopefully get you a big win but in the end, it helps our community win. So in the end, everybody wins. Yeah, I was about to say uh, it, it would be remiss to not say the holidays is a time for being generous and and helping out with the United Way and the umbrella, the many different partner agencies and the good social work that they do in our community. It's so important to support absolutely now more than ever. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to let us know all about it today, Craig. Thanks, Steve. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.